Hi, I'm William Bond, and welcome to the Age Stage program that looks at issues and matters affecting older Australians made possible by Aftercare Australasia. Now, here's your host, Paula Dunn. How are you? Good morning, William. Good morning. How are you this morning? um, How's your week been? Yeah, pretty good. Sort of moving house and Mm -hmm. uh, madly packing. Uh, which is a pain. So. Moving house is stressful. Oh, it's God. one of the most stressful uh, things you can anyone can experience. I think I've lost a lot of hair. Divorce is the next, apparently, and then death. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you Strange go. Strange lineup, isn't I it? I hope I don't die moving. No, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> or get divorced moving. Or get divorced yeah. moving. Whatever you want. So today on the program, we have uh, Chris Rybeck from Telstra Mornington, and uh, he's going to be talking to us about the NBN. And uh, if you haven't signed up, time's running out. I haven't because I don't have a landline, so oh, I've got no intention. I'm about but to anyway. get that, actually, a new place. What? The NBN. So yeah, okay. looking forward to helping it works. Good luck with that. Yes, indeed. And then later we have Paul uh, Vestige, who uh, we actually spoke to in last week's program. He's the policy coordinator at the Combined Pensioners and Superannuants Association. And uh, we're going to be talking about internet and, and supplements for older Australians, which will be quite interesting. But first, our regular visitor, Warren Haynes from Aftercare Australasia. Welcome, Warren. Good morning, Warren. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Happy That's to be here. Good, good to have you here each week, discussing issues that, uh, that affect all Australians. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, this morning, we're going to talk about dementia, Warren. Yeah, look, I I thought it was probably a good opportunity to just sort of touch on that a little bit. It's, uh, for those of you that aren't aware, it's um, National Dementia Awareness Month uh, across Australia. Um, There's a whole range of events going on around uh, around the community, including here on the peninsula, Mm -hmm. um, that are looking at sort of providing information and support to uh, people that are either experiencing dementia mm. or, uh, as often is the case, um, caring for someone who It's a has terrible dementia. disease, isn't it? Oh, look, it's, it's quite shocking yeah. uh, when, when you sort of dig into the, the stats on this a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it, it's sort of a bit of a silent uh, epidemic mm. that's going on. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, the sort of uh, prediction at the moment is that uh, we're going to be looking at uh, half a million people really? um, experiencing dementia by uh, 2025. And that, assuming where there isn't some sort of fantastic medical breakthrough and there's mm-hmm. a lot of effort being put yeah. into yes, that area, there is. Yeah. but assuming there isn't, the projections are that'll get up to 1.1 million people oh in Australia alone by um, 2056. So but the worst thing about it, it can affect you at any age. That's right. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a common um, misconception that it's, it is. it's an, an illness a- that only affects um, you know, extremely yeah. elderly people, mm-hmm. um, but it can actually affect people that are in their uh, 40s and yes. even younger at times. I remember... You know, a favourite journalist of mine many, many years ago, Claudia Wright, when she actually came, she was diagnosed with dementia very, I think she was in her 40s at that time. Mm. Um, and it's a terrible, a terrible, hideous. Yes. Well, you know, one of the, one of the issues with it is that, uh, it it affects a whole lot of aspects of how we sort of go about our day to day life. Uh, so it's, it, it, people often think that it just affects someone's memory. And that's, Mm. that's usually the sort of the most Mm. common thing that people might perhaps Mm. first notice. Uh, but in actual fact, uh, it can affect your ability to sort of think clearly. It can affect your ability to make decisions. 
uh, your ability to communicate with other people around you and sort of get on, you know, in a social sense. Mm. Um, and, and it also can eventually affect uh, even the way that you physically go about doing things. So well, you can, because a very dear friend of mine um, has got dementia and he's five years younger than I am mm. and, uh, and he can't drive a car anymore, uh, can't play golf. Uh, can't see where the golf ball goes, mm. doesn't know what club to use to tee yes. off or whatever. Yes. And it's just a, a sad sort of situation. Mm. Mm. It, it actually is the, uh, the single greatest cause of disability in Australia. Mm. Wow. So it's, That's it's amazing. Quite extraordinary. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And yet for a lot of people, if you, if you haven't uh, had a direct, you know, impact from it, mm. it you're just completely unaware of you it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. going about your business. How much research is done, uh, oh, currently look, going on to yeah. hopefully solve that issue? Yeah. Look, it's something that because of those sort of figures I've been quoting, mm. uh, the federal government in particular has been mm. pouring money into it over the last right. few years. Um, probably the, one of the most sort of recent things that's happened is there's been a big amalgamation of organisations. So now right. there's a, a dementia, or a national dementia organisation um, that that sort of coordinates a lot of what's. How, going how on. far have we gone with that with that research on solving dementia? Yeah, look, unfortunately, was that a, a, an endless question? Yeah, William, it's it's, it's a very long way to go. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. there's yeah. no uh, sort of cure. There right. are a number of medications that do slow the mm-hmm. development of the disease if it's mm-hmm. if it's picked up, you know, in the early stages. Uh, but at this stage, it's a very long way to go. They they still really don't fully understand how it even works, yes. um, what mm. causes it. So they, and they, that's because they don't understand. They well, we do understand very little about the brain mm, mm, and how yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because uh, the main causes, apart from dementia, there's Parkinson's, cancer, and dementia, the three biggest issues facing our lives. Mm, mm. And I wish to God we could we could somehow solve all those issues. Yeah, and look, whilst we can't solve that, I guess one of the things that I thought it, it's quite important for people to be thinking about is that you can actually still stay living in the community and yes. stay active in yes. the community yes. for a very, very long time, even you with you know having something like dementia. Mm. Um, you can, and, and often, in fact, the best place for people to stay is in their own home. Yes. Um, and, you know, that, that's because that familiar environment often supports people to perform at their best mm-hmm. with the abilities that they've got um, in spite of the, the illness. Mm. It's quite amazing because, um, again, I'm talking about my dear friend who's got dementia that... Uh, he can remember more things back in our early years of school and playing in the band when we were playing in the mm. band than I can. Yet he can't remember things today. Well, mm. music is the last thing to lose, apparently. Your sense of music, your, your memory of music, of songs, apparently yes. is right. the last okay. thing to go. Yes, and mm. look, look, you're right. Um, that's and that's that's a very common experience. Is that people um, they do uh, slowly find it more and more difficult to sort of keep in touch with where they're at mm. in the here and now. Yes. But often those long term memories are really strong. And again, they that's are. why yeah. having that, being able to stay living in the community and stay connected to your friends mm. um, who share those memories, right. um, it, it really uh, impacts on people's quality of life. Yes. Does your support team and aftercare Australasia Go around and uh, uh, encourage or stimulate their, their their memory as such, or do things like that. Look, we do a whole range of things along that along those lines. Right. So there are other services that that 
do specialise in this. Right. But, but really the way that we work is we make sure that the support we're providing in the person's home and in the community is engaging them and keeping them connected with, you know, so if they might need that bit of support, you talked about your friend, mm. um, you know, who's had a, lo- a lifelong interest in golf, obviously. Mm. Um, and whilst the person might not be able to play golf anymore, it still might be quite valuable for them to come up to the clubhouse, perhaps at the end of, you know, the round be with among their mates. Friends. Yeah, yeah, be amongst yeah. their friends and mm. have a bit of a laugh, you know, like they've probably done for many years. Mm. And that's the sort of thing where having someone who can give you that support to just mm. get there on time and yes. be organised when you get there and just be in the background yeah. while you sort of enjoy yourself and yeah. then, you know, coordinate things and make sure you get home safely afterwards, um, it can just really make a huge difference for are the, people. Are the symptoms the same with every person that has dementia? Um, because I know that, again, sorry, talking about my friend, that he yeah. imagines things. Yeah. Look, it, it, it varies enormously. Depends on the progression. Is it? it yeah. There's a couple of factors. One is it does depend on the person themselves, right. and, and that's why there are different types of dementia. So dementia mm. is a, it's an umbrella term that just very broadly describes a whole group of illnesses, mm-hmm. and those illnesses can, uh, they do affect your your brain function, but they can affect it slightly differently, and they can affect each it one, differently yeah. for each person. And then there's also what sort of stage of the illness, because the illness progresses fairly slowly it's mm. in a many many cases so people can live with dementia for many many years yes well, remember hazel hawk um you know watching her mm. progression which was very sad but it was mm. uh, she lived a full as full a life as she could possibly do yeah um with the support of her family uh, at home which was great mm. you know um but eventually she, that's what she died Yes, yeah. but that's quite a common experience. But again, people think, you know, oh my goodness, you know, it's the end of everything. Mm. Um, but again, it's it's really about... It doesn't have to be, Yeah, does it? getting the right support. I went it's to uh, an information um, day at the Mornington Library, uh, be last year sometime, and they had a whole lot of people who were in the audience and just were like you and I. Um, then they went out... Um, out front and they were all suffer- suffering different stages of dementia and some were very young, still working. Mm. Um, and there was a, a reti- well, he, of course he was a retired policeman mm. and he's remained in his own home. He can't drive, so he rides a bicycle everywhere, but he uses sticky notes. Mm. Unfortunately, his relationship, um, you know, dissipated because of the condition, mm-hmm. um, which was really sad. But he, you know, he was, gosh, he was an amazing man, the way he coped with his life. And and if you met him, if you walked in here now, you'd, you wouldn't know. Mm. We, no. We've worked with a lady uh, for many, many years who uh, relied on a whiteboard. And one, yes. of, the, one of the jobs yep. for our support workers would be they'd come in each day mm. and they'd have a bit of a sort of a, you know, a calendar of regular events and they'd make sure that the day's activities were, were written onto the whiteboard yep. and they sort of ticked things off as they went along. And, and it, again, it just kept this person mm. in a routine with lots of things. So they, this particular uh, person, you know, she had a gorgeous little dog she'd had for years and mm. years. They'd make sure that it, the, the dog got walked. They'd mm. go for a walk together as mm-hmm. a group, go down to the beach, stop for a cup of coffee on the way yeah. home. Yep. You know, they had this really terrific little routine. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we ended up providing her with support for, oh, look, off the top of my head, I'd say it was somewhere in the order of about eight to ten years. Wow. Um, but that kept her in the loop. And I think that's really important until until you can't be, until it's mm. you're a danger to yourself or, or you know, 
Mm. Um, or but, wandering or whatever it might be. Yes, you know? but, but she actually largely lived at home. She still mm. had very good support yeah, right. from yes. family and friends, yeah. but she largely lived at home. But you can that have time. that support now, mm. which is really great, yeah, and that's where, where you people come. Out of all your clients that you look after, what percentage would have dementia? Oh, look, it had easily been the order of sort of 15 to 20%. Yeah, which is huge. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's quite common. So, yeah. Warren, tell us the difference between we hear about dementia and we hear about Alzheimer's. So tell, and people think they're one of the same and people think they're totally different. What's your... Oh, okay. So, yep. so remember I said earlier yep, that, that dementia is that sort mm. of overall mm. term. Mm-hmm. So Alzheimer's is a specific type of illness that causes dementia. Okay. Um, so similarly, there's vascular dementia, there's Lewy body disease. There's a whole lot of, you know, mm. typical fancy mm. sort of medical terms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all end up causing the overall condition of dementia. That, that's sort of how it works. Okay. Um, mm. I know one of the things that, that people often uh, have struggle with a bit, and this is family and friends, is they often don't know how to approach the person with mm. dementia. And mm. they sort of, so as a result, unfortunately, the, the really sad thing is often uh, without a bit of encouragement and advice, those friendships can fall away. Yes. Which, which, as I've just talked about, they, has they a They can huge very impact. easily. And I've had that experience with my friend again. Sorry to keep yeah. repeating that. But. Mm. It's it's difficult when you're going up and seeing him, which we do regularly, and uh, you just don't know whether he he's recognising you or um, you know as an old friend for sixty years or whatever. And it's it is difficult because you know you think you're poor sausage. I mean, mm. having that sort of relationship with a am I being recognised? In fact, he even didn't recognise his own wife after a period of time, and mm, and now he's fallen. Sad. But now he's fallen in love. He thinks it's this lady is his g- girlfriend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which and, and, is which is quite amazing yes. if you knew the history of this guy that yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and look, the, th- the, the point that you're making there is that even when the condition gets reasonably advanced, people can still have very good quality of life. <laughs> well, they can, they can, and uh, yeah, it's quite funny. And why shouldn't they? That's what yeah. I say. Exactly. Exactly. Why shouldn't they? They go out for lunch a lot. <laughs> yes, that's right, and on dates, no doubt. They dates. do, they do go on dates. And, yeah. And when you're sitting there, he, he's looking at her and, and just these eyes and the, he's just saying, oh, oh. gosh, you can see the love in his eyes to, yeah. to his wife. But you see, what's happening there is when he's having those feelings, like the body's flooding itself with the feel-good chemicals. Yeah, exactly. And which is great. That's great for him, for his mm. body. Yeah, to, exactly, to exactly. And that's the thing to realise is those things that still make you a person don't stop working yes. just because yeah. maybe your brain's not quite yes. working exactly. the way yeah. that it exactly. used to. Yeah. Um, exactly. And yeah. that, that sort of goes back to, um, you know, how do you, how do you sort of relate to, to someone? And it's really about how do you relate to any person. And it's a but it's also how you cope with it as the partner. Yes. And mm. that's the key issue. And I, and from our, your experience, obviously they should be contacting aftercare Australasia to have a chat to your, your staff and, and, and get accustomed to what do I do, uh, how do I react, or um, how do I look after my husband or my wife mm. yeah, in that sort of environment. That, that's certainly and we, something that we would work through with people exactly. that, that mm. we're providing support to, without a doubt. But there, I should mention there are a number of other um, services out there. And we might uh, come to those, Warren. We'll yeah. just go to a break and we'll come back with that information. And welcome back to the Age Age. We have our special guest, Warren Haynes from Aftercare Australasia. And Warren, before the break, you were just talking about support services and what are they? 
Well, there's probably there's a there's a range of them out there, but but there's a couple that I think you probably need uh, you know specific mention. Um, one of them, as I said, there is an actual for people that have got internet access, mm-hmm. um, which is almost everybody these days. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think yeah. uh, there's a dementia.org.au is mm-hmm. the, a fantastic website with a whole wealth of information there, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it's in really sort of handy, easy to understand um, yes. you know, fact sheets mm-hmm. that they've developed. Not jargon. Over. No, no, no. It's no. very plain. Yep. straightforward, easy to read information. Yep. Um, for people that are experiencing some current difficulties mm-hmm. and really aren't quite sure, so this could mm-hmm. be a person uh, who thinks they might be experiencing dementia mm. or a person caring for someone uh, and they're really feeling a bit stuck, uh, there actually also is a National Dementia Helpline and and I would really strongly encourage people to ring that. It's not a it's not a crisis service. Mm-hmm. It, it operates um, Monday to Friday. Uh, off the top of my head, I think it's nine till five. Um, but uh, it is there to really provide that support to help people sort of talk through what the issues mm-hmm. might be mm-hmm. and how you know some practical solutions. Mm. What are the primary uh, symptoms uh, that occur that you think? Gosh, there's something wrong here. Well, look, that's, or do you, or you don't recognise it, or or you, but your partner does. It, it's often the case that people around you recognise it before you do. Not always, but mm. often, and it, because it can be quite subtle changes. And mm. again, it varies. There's a misconception out there that it's all about memory. Memory, and that, you that's know, if right. you start forgetting things, yep. oh my goodness, you know, I'm yep. getting dementia. I do that every day. Well, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I walk so into a room, walk into a room, say, <laughs> what am I here for? <laughs> Absolutely, I remember. <laughs> yes, and and just to put everyone's mind at ease, that is yeah. not dementia. No, no thank uh, you. So, <laughs> I'm you know, relieved. That is an aging brain. Oh. Well, it, it, it can, can be, that, be but it's not even can always that. It can be It can be a lack of sleep or yes, it, can it can be, be. an overly busy life. It can be dehydration. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm. So no, in terms of what the signs are, uh, they can be a persistent change in someone's personality. Mm. So someone who's always been um, perhaps, you know, very polite and careful about the way they speak all of a sudden starts, you know, using some swear words or being sort of quite politically incorrect in a way that they wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been Mm -hmm. um, beforehand. So you have to know the person, though, to see whether that's part of their usual behaviour or whether that's a change. Um, Similarly, losing those everyday skills. Mm-hmm. So a, a really common thing for people is that they will find that they all of a sudden start uh, losing their way when they're navigating in the car. Mm. Sure. Uh, and they'll get lost. Yes. They'll get lost going for a walk. Yeah. Um, and when I say lost, I don't mean totally lost, but just have that moment mm. of confusion, confusion. that's mm. significant and then it might happen more than once. Mm. So they're the sorts of things where you'd be going, oh, you know, you might want to talk to your partner or someone that you, that knows you well and say, have you noticed anything else, you know? And because they yeah. might say, oh, actually, there's been a couple of things, but I haven't wanted to say anything yes. because, you know, they're being respectful. Yeah. And that's when you need to go off and have a chat to your doctor. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Are there uh, support groups for families of people who may be suffering dementia? Yes. You know, like, you know, so we can teach them how to handle situations when your partner doesn't recognise you. It must be horrendous. Yes, yes. It can be very, very stressful mm. for people until they perhaps understand 
where that's coming from. And yeah. as we were saying before, how yeah. he, it might be, you know, the, the, the end of something, but it might be the beginning of something wonderful. You might yeah. have this fabulous <laughs> romance yes. and, uh, you know, relive those, uh, those is, earlier yeah, stages exactly. of your relationship. Exactly. exactly. So a, a really good support that I'd recommend people can contact is Alfred Health Care Services. Yes. They that's are specifically good. for Southern Metropolitan Melbourne. So mm. uh, I know that the broadcast does uh, go a little bit further than that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but there is a, there is a, a 1-800 number. So it's 1-800-052 and then triple two. And that's actually a statewide number. So if you ring from within um, Southern Metropolitan Region, that'll mm-hmm. take you to Alfred Health Care Services. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it'll take you to whatever is the, the service for that region you right. live in. Um, but they organise these support groups. And the, uh, and the partner, of course, can get uh, if uh, get help, can't they? Financial help from as a support um, for their partner. Yes, that they may well be able to get a carer's pension. Yes, um, yeah. or carer's allowance. It is. Does um, anything come through the NDIS with that? Uh, no, no. Dementia isn't something that's generally recognised within NDIS. It may be for people who are younger, mm. uh, but but uh, mostly look. The most common incidence of dementia is for people over the age of sixty-five, and mm. that mm. fair and square falls into aged care services. Mm. But Alfred Health Care Services. It's there to provide support to uh, family members who are in that, that caring role for mm-hmm. a person with dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they have no age range for that at all. So they actually do have specialist services for those, those younger people with dementia. Yeah, right. Um, so they're, they're a great resource. They also can fund in emergencies, this is just worth a, worth a mention, uh, fund in emergencies um, some respite support, which would be... Um, a worker such as the sort that we provide, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be us, um, to go in at, at often at fairly short notice, uh, just mm-hmm. short term, to just yeah. take that pressure help off. Through this, yes. yeah, help for the situation, yes. mm. yeah. Yeah. which is great. But organisations like Aftercare Australasia, for example, they could ring you also, couldn't they? I mean, you could be a first call, uh, being local. I'm yes. Saying. Yep. Look, we're we're happy to link them into the supports and 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 work out, um, you know, where they're best to go. That that's no problem at mm. all. You know, that's that's very much. We've got quite a bit of expertise um, in in that area, and we're as you can hear, we're sort of reasonably well connected to the local exactly local agencies. Mm-hmm. But any 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 problems that occur um, for older people, they can directly ring you because you have a wide range of people there that can speak to them about issues that uh, as a first call. Yes. And I think that's important mm, mm. to provide that level of comfort right throughout that people know they can contact you. It, it also often means that the person is eligible for an aged care package, which means exactly. they can get yes. that more exactly. substantial ongoing support, which mm. again is, is yep. aimed at keeping people at home for as long as possible mm-hmm. um, so that they can keep keep living their lifestyle. But people don't realise they can stay at home, that they think their partners may panic and think, mm. gosh, I should put my, you know, my husband into a home or my wife into a home, which they don't have to. Yes, uh, unfortunately it is the leading cause in Australia of people entering into a nursing home mm-hmm. is dementia. Yeah. Uh, but but you, you're absolutely correct. It, it's, yeah. it's a misnomer. And, and in fact, the way aged care packages work, their funding, they, there is an additional allowance specifically for dementia mm-hmm. on top of the usual level of uh, funding that's available for that support. Mm-hmm. So it means people get that bit extra, yeah. yes. um, in, including that, that, that break 
for, yeah. the, for the family members. And that it's have, really important. It has important, to be part of the mix. Yes, to have that. You know, if you're caring for anybody, whether they they have dementia or MS or Parkinson's, whatever it might be, cancer, yeah. I think the carers need to have a break. Now, I, I should probably take a moment just to put in a plug for, for this uh, free uh, public information forum. Yes, please do. Uh, that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's called Dementia in My Community. Uh, it's been put together by a local organisation called the Peninsula Dementia Action Group. That, so that's a group that runs on the Mornington Peninsula. Uh, it's, it's coming up on Wednesday the 19th of September. Uh, it's running from 10 in the morning until 12.30 uh, in the afternoon. And it's based down in Rosebud at a, at a, a special service there called 39 Plus, which is uh, at 169 uh, Eastbourne Road. And uh, if people are interested in going, it's, there's a bit of an education session mm-hmm. there. Um, there's, there's some information and some experts uh, presenting information. There's a question and answer session. You can have a chat to um, some local health professionals. And as you mentioned, mm-hmm. Paula, they can also have a talk to other families and people that are they're living with dementia. Yes. Uh, and, and I found the stories quite interesting with the one I went to because it, it showed how people could live a fairly normal life mm-hmm. with Dementia. There's still hope yeah, out there. That's absolutely. the main thing I yes, think people need to Yes, and it did give hope hear. to a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Fantastic. Aftercare Australasia have a wide range of services you offer, don't you? Mm. Could you just quickly take us through those those services? Okay, so so I think as I've mentioned, and obviously dementia is one of the one of the major yeah. ones you're doing. Yeah. But yeah. apart from dementia, take us through other services you provide. Yeah. Okay. So as I've mentioned, we specialise. We're we're one of the few companies that, that specialises only in providing that support to people living in the community, uh, and so that can be anything that fits into that category. So that could be providing people with support to just get going in the morning and Mm -hmm. their daily tasks, providing them with support to keep the house tidy, keep the garden maintained, go out into the community and do those activities, get to doctor's appointments, meal preparation rather than delivered meals, getting something home-cooked, made, you know, the way you like it, perhaps using one of your own recipes. Yes. It's it's all of those sorts of things. Some transport to get people to and from local appointments. Mm. It's, that's the sort of support. And obviously, we manage aged care packages. Um, so that involves some uh, what they call case management, which is, mm-hmm. again, giving that bit of information about where to go to get equipment and, and get linked into proper medical support services. if that's what you require yep. and other services, mm-hmm. nursing services. Um, so that's, that's sort of the broad range within this area. And then on top of that, we've got our support that we provide for people with disabilities, which is similar, but for people that are funded through NDIS. Fantastic. Do you, sorry, Paula, do, do you hold nights where people can come along and uh, view what services you provide or... Or would that be an idea that you could start have some sort of <laughs> nights where you invite people along to to understand exactly what you do? It'd be go to the website, I would imagine, would it? Uh, yeah, and look, and look, what as we... apart from that, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I look, just thought I had a great idea. There. Yeah, well, <laughs> appreciate the input. Uh, my pleasure, my uh, pleasure. Look, because what we do, is, William, I do consult to people. <laughs> I'll tell you who to send the bill to oh, okay. afterwards. Okay, yes, certainly. <laughs> the, the, what we actually do instead is, so we're happy to uh, talk to people on the phone and get a picture, but what we'll do then is if they're not clear about the support that they need and perhaps they think they've got some funding, we'll actually come out to them. So we'll do that on a, even on a case-by-case basis right. right across the whole the whole of our catchment area. Um, we'll actually pop out and sit down with them and go through any paperwork they might have and, and just point them in the right direction. So Fantastic. You know, that's how we tend to sort of provide 
provide that support. Fantastic, Warren. Thank you again very much indeed for coming and talking to us each week. And we'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to RPPFM and you're listening to The Age Stage. I'm Paula Dunn and my co-host today is William Bond. The Age Stage is made possible by Aftercare Australasia. And we have a guest in the studio now, William Chris Rybeck from thank you. Telstra Mornington uh, and actually, Rosebud. Welcome, Chris. But g'day, Chris. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. We're, it's we're nice cust- to be back. We're it's customers nice of yours. That's good. Which is even better still. That's excellent. <laughs> and Telstra are a fantastic sponsor of RPPFM, and we're very grateful for that. Yeah, we've been involved for a while now. We think yeah. our community is pretty important to us, and yes. especially the Mornington Peninsula. So we like to look after everyone down here. That's what we do. And everyone has grown up with Jack. Yes, yes. Uh, Is Jack really your son? No, he's actually not my son. um, But I always get asked that question about Jack and kick it to me and bowl it to me. But uh, I've got my own son, and uh, yep, Jack's uh, grown up with the business too. So he's. yeah, he's come through it with us, which is fantastic. So what relationship is Jack? Uh, so Jack is the owner's son. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. And we've got the, the three uh, outlets in the Mornington uh, Business yes. Centre, the Mornington Retail, yep. and our, uh, our Rosebud Plaza, Plaza side as mm. well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're on sort of, um, yeah, on radio for all of those. Yes. All which of is those pretty sites. amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and for a long period of time too. So, it's Chris... Good. Yes, talk to us about the MBN. And yeah, so um, is it is it going as smoothly as you? Oh, hoped? look, I, th- I think there's lots of there's lots of questions about it. Um, you know, separating it out, we've got MBN that are a government organisation now, and we've got all the resellers, uh, and Telstra being one of those as well. Um, I think the the good far outweighs the the negatives mm-hmm. in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of customers are connected to NBN. Uh, the speeds are, are quite good if you're on a old ADSL technology mm-hmm. or copper wire technology. Yep. Um, so the fiber optic uh, technology is quite good. We're finding lots of people are working from home now, given that they've got the facility and they don't have to travel into the CBD anymore. Mm. So there's all sorts of positives for the MBN. But how, how quicker is it than compared to ADSL, for example? Yeah, look, it's look, it's difficult to put a blanket speed on all of it because we've got mm. fibre to the node, which yep. is essentially copper wire with a uh, fibre optic, copper wire at the end of it. Yep. Um, and then you've got uh, customers in Mount Eliza, for example, are connected to the house. So mm. um, they have a better speed uh, and it's, I, I suppose, a little bit more secure than the, the, than the copper. Yeah, fibre to the node. Yeah, yeah. Than the fibre to the node. Is that, so, that going to happen down the potential further? Jermaine, uh, et cetera, Rosebud? Absolutely. Like so, the, it, it, yeah, it's, I think it's a common misconception. A lot of those areas are actually connected now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, from yep. St Andrews and Right the way through, yeah. but I meant to the house, not to the node. Uh, no, to, to, so uh, a lot of it is to the node down on the right. to Peninsula. Yep. So government made a decision about probably two years ago that they'd go that way. Yep. Um, and look, uh, you know, it was a cheaper way. It was a it was a better rollout in terms of its um, you know expense and its expense. Uh, so they went with that, mm. and uh, we've got more customers connected in a right. shorter short time period frame. of time. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I don't actually have the NBN on at my oh, house really? um, because I don't have a landline. Well, I, right. there's a landline there, but I don't use it. So yep. I, I'm mobile, totally mobile. Totally mobile. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have internet at all? Oh, yeah, I have internet. I've yeah. got a mobile. Oh, right. Internet. Yeah. Oh, I see. So yeah, I can take same, it anywhere, do anything, yeah. and I didn't have to go through any of that. Any of that, yeah. which is uh, I, really I think... Um, you know, time will tell with that. I, mm. I, I know that the mobile networks, are, there's a lot more capacity going into them. Mm. Um, at this stage, though, to get the sort of uh, gigabytes, which is the allowance, and we 
that we talk about mm. a lot. Um, a fixed connection is probably better than a mobility from an expense point of view. Yeah, well, I don't watch movies on uh, demand or anything yep. like that. I don't have Netflix. I don't do Fox okay. or, or any of that sort of stuff. I really yep. just do email, internet banking and a few YouTube yeah, things. Okay. So yep. it suits my purposes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you do. You try and cater for people's that's needs. That's right, for sure. yeah. And the speed. I think the speed is is pretty good, you know, yep. like for... Yeah, I, anyway. the speed on mobility is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, um, it's got a bit of work to do, the MBN, in terms yeah. of getting it out to absolutely everyone. Yeah. Um, but the, the price points are quite, quite good. We've got, you know, um, plans that start from sort of $69 mm, for, mm. for MBN, which is quite good. Yeah. That is, yes. That's what I'm getting very shortly next week. <laughs> good. Because <laughs> I'm moving house, you see. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, a whole 10 minutes away. And oh. uh, where we are now, it's uh, it's all underground. Yes, uh, at Martha yep. Cove. Martha Cove, yeah. And uh, so yeah, we're moving from there down down ten minutes down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> should be what, okay. Should what be fairly about, seamless. I hate to mention it, but what about black spots? You know, there are spots like you can come through parts of Mount Eliza. You can't. Yep. You're just cut out. So you're talking about mobility now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, you know what, we invest a lot of money in um, upgrades of the network. Right. Mm. Uh, Telstra invests probably the most out of the carriers. Mm. Um, you know, it's not ideal when you've got hilly locations like Mount Eliza. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're always upgrading towers. They're always, you know, getting feedback from customers around uh, some of those areas and fixing them as they go. Mm. Um, sometimes it's not as simple as just uploading a software package to a tower. Yeah. They might actually have to install a, a new tower at, uh, you know, the cost of anywhere sort of from two to eight, nine million bucks. So wow. yeah, it, it can be quite expensive for yeah. such a, you know, might only have 400 customers in that area. So it, it, it just depends. It yes. just depends on the situation. Yeah. But we, you know, we're always upgrading towers. Every week they're upgrading towers. I know so. because I had to get a new, <laughs> a new television aerial because oh, yes. apparently a tower went up. Near, and I'm in Mornington, so yep. Mornington's a shocking area for TV yep. reception, apparently. Yes, the it worst. is. Yep. And, uh, you know, I couldn't get, first of all, I couldn't get nine, then I couldn't get two, then I couldn't get SBS. Yep. Um, and so I had to get a new aerial that was oh, facing gosh. away, apparently not bringing it from Melbourne, but taking the signal yeah. from Arthur yep. State or so whatever. So potentially that happens as well. Yeah. You need yeah. to maybe get on the streaming service. What do right. you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> Foxtel. Foxtel now. Talking about black spots, are there issues um, with uh, telephones? Uh, you hear from various radio stations that call back that yeah. people are having issues with their telephone because of the NBN. Um, yes and no. Some we, are we, working, some are not. Yeah, we've got to think about what the actual infrastructure is and if that copper's been sitting in the, in the ground for a while, mm. um, the plan was to always... Um, get people connected first and then remediate some of the issues afterwards. So you've got copper that's been sitting in the ground for 60 or 70 years. So when so. you, when customers come to yourself, you would recommend that they get fully checked out before? Oh, well, well look, um, so we obviously encourage customers to go on the NBN because yep. we know the end game for them is going to be, going to be better and more secure. Absolutely, and yeah. You've got a system that was been, has been in the ground for a hundred years or yep. whatever. So, um, they're working to remediate that. A lot of that's got to do with NBN and the, and the capability and you'll see them out on the road every day and there's people rolling out yeah. cable and yep. fixing copper wire and doing all that. So, sure. uh, they're doing a good job from that perspective. So it's only going to get better. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that Telstra are doing, uh, through the business community. I know because I work from home. So yep. I'm, 
I'm one of your customers that uh, obviously rely on the internet very strongly. Yes. And uh, and technology. Uh, they're talking about uh, 4K versus uh, or even 5K yes. uh, versus yep. uh, the current system where yep. will the internet be dead from landlines? Uh, yep. From NBM, will that be a waste of money in in four years' time, for example, yeah. because people yeah. are, are streaming versus uh, having that opportunity? Yep. Uh, look, tech's advancing really quickly. That is, and five um, yeah. G is going to come out probably over the next sort of twelve months. It'll be more prevalent. Um, they're testing speeds of about one terabit download in some of the metro, so in Melbourne CBD, and when mm. you're getting a thousand megabits per second and NBN What's the current megabits per 50. second? NBN offers 50 meg downloads. And they're talking about a 1,000. Most of our customers, we're talking about a 1,000 yes. on mobility. Yeah. So it's is. moving fairly quickly. You'd think uh, some of the tech out there these days will be redundant in the next five years. But wow. who's to say? Who's Gee, to say? That's yeah. So Rudd's thought bubble on the back of a matchbox will be... So do you see in the future that people won't worry with landlines and you know, home uh, phones? Most people just give you yeah, them, you know, it, mobile. Everyone's sort of. Yeah, it's certainly trending that way. Yeah. It's trending that yeah. way. And I think when you've got, you know, an aging demographic that are so used to picking up a home phone, mm. um, the younger demographic are not. Mm. They're uh, transfixed to their mobile device. Mm. I know. Yeah, I've got two children. So yeah. yep. this is what happens. Yeah. Um, we just and it's have not to Jack. accept that. Yeah. <laughs> what, sorry? And it's not Jack. Yeah. 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 Well, I well had, Jack's one of them. I yeah, haven't had a landline for, would be, oh, 12 years? Yep. I've, I've just constantly used my mobile. Yeah, yeah. So it is trending away from yeah. fixed services and yeah. onto mobile, but it makes sense because everything's it on does. the device. Yeah, but yeah. the unique thing you guys offer is advice to customers. So yep. if you're thinking about mobile or landline or NBN, yep. um, obviously strongly suggest they pop in and see you. Yeah, yeah. Come into one of our stores. Um, we'll look at your, your current state. Uh, uh, we'll look at your location. Uh, we'll look at what you're spending. And... Um, uh, you know, quite often than not, we can save you a little bit of money as well uh, on the way through. The tech's becoming a little bit exactly. cheaper yeah, as we go. I was going to say, do you think it's yeah. becoming cheaper and cheaper? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, we've got more competitors out in the market than we ever have before. Uh, we are the best carrier in the sense that we do have the network behind us. Mm. Mm. Um, so, and, and, you know, we can we basically give you a solution mm. rather than just selling individual items to you. We want to actually sit down with you and, and see what your business is and mm. um, or see if you're going to that retiree space to, to pull back, um, you know, what your monthly spend is. So we do all that sort of work. Uh, what would be an average monthly spend? Um, oh, look, it just depends. For the ageing demographic, probably a couple of mobiles and a fixed service, about 150 a, a month. Mm. So about $150 a month. Which um, is not really that expensive compared to... You know, the old days, uh, when fixed lines, et cetera. Yeah. And, uh, then you get charged for interstate calls and, yeah, correct. Uh, and yeah. then, or international yeah. calls. International calls, which they're built into the plans these days yeah. as well. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Well, I, and we're connecting people. We're connecting people all over the world with, you know, FaceTime and, yeah. you know, video calling and all those sorts mm. of things. So it's probably pretty good value for money. I run a business from home. Yep. And my, um, and, and as I said, I've only got a mobile. That's all. All my calls are made from mobile. It's yep. 59, 59 a month. Yeah, okay. With Telstra. Yeah. It has been for ever. Yeah. Well, for a long, long, long time. That's extraordinary. Mine's 400. Yes. Yeah. No, I have no yep. intention of getting there. Yeah. So if you have all those add-on things, <laughs> yeah. you can get up yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't watch movies on my phone or anything yeah. like that, or I don't, yep. st- I stream R Double P, but that I don't stream. 
yeah. uh, football. And, and I think the like next step is all this integration we have. Yeah. We sell um, uh, monitoring systems with cameras. Um, you know, it's not to say we won't be selling TVs in hmm. five years' time because all the mm. TVs link in with the internet and link into your lifestyle. Exactly. And those sorts of things. Exactly. So yeah. there's a lot of, uh, lot of changes. And Foxcell also, Correct. which is connected to, yep. uh, with Telstra. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't yep. sit still enough to watch Fox. So there's a couple of Foxtel products as well. <laughs> I'm what weird, you, weird. What do you do at home? Oh. <laughs> Run around the block all the time or something. <laughs> Get some oh, fresh okay, air. Yeah, it's yeah. very personal. <laughs> Meditation, yeah. Is the Foxtel broadband taking um, are, are many people hooking up to their broadband service, which is obviously Telstra anyhow, but... Um, oh, uh, Look, I'm probably in no position to comment around that because okay. I don't know the numbers. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, they're a, once again, they're a competitor. Competitor, they, yes, they uh, are. They can put their Foxtel product out there and they've also got a spin-off to, to broadband. Mm. Yep. Um, we like to integrate it all with one bill. So if you're with Telstra and you've got a phone service, you can bill. have mobiles and you can have Foxtel mm. and it's all on the same bill. Yeah, I well, like this that. This is fantastic. organised. Absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you, Chris, for Thank coming and much. having a chat with us today. No, yes. That was fairly quick, wasn't and, it? Um, nice to be back. So, we'll, yeah, we'll have you back too. Yeah. And, uh, Again, thank you very much. We're very, very comprehensive on what you're talking about. But I mustn't say to people out there and our listeners, please drop in and see you. If you're thinking about upgrading your mobile, talking about internet services, Foxtel even, pop in and have a chat to, to Chris at uh, Mornington Telstra. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. It. I'd like to welcome Paul Vestige. Uh, Paul is the Policy Coordinator at the Combined Pensioners and Superannuates Association. Welcome, Paul. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? Oh, good morning. <laughs> Long name. It is. Yes, we'll have to shorten that. We'll have to give it an acronym like every other thing on the planet at the moment. Yeah, well, CPSA will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Now, Paul, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we had you on last week and we had a chat and that was fantastic. And today we're going to talk to you about um, internet and um, technical side of things. Right. The first topic is internet allowance. Services like Centrelink and Medicare have achieved huge cost savings by moving online. So, however, accessing services online comes at a cost to pensioners. And, so, and some, it's really hard for some pensioners to find that, uh, that money to have access to those services. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, it's, uh, certainly amongst our membership, um, uh, internet use is uh, and being online um, is, is simply hampered by the fact that people can't afford to, uh, to buy equipment mm. that, that functions properly. Um, it, it's a huge investment. You used to have uh, uh, you know, a telephone to, to ring Sensolink up and, uh, and make arrangements that way, and, and a telephone is quite cheap. Um, but um, with all the, uh, the iPad and the um, and, and other gadgets that are required to uh, go online these days. Yes. You, um, yeah, you're out of pocket. And so the creation of an internet supplement would help certainly help pensioners uh, in, keep up in this digital world that we live in. Would you agree? Yeah, and uh, it, you know it could also serve the purpose of, of encouraging people to um, you know who's not done so yet to to go online and use the the internet. Um, it, there is a uh, enormous benefit to be derived from uh, from using the internet for, for older people. It's, uh, um, you know, it's made it's made the old funk and Wagner's uh, Encyclopedia <laughs> uh, superfluous. Um, I mean, anything you want to know, you can actually find on the internet. Google. And, uh, you can do. And, 
the difficult part, though, is, Paul, I guess, is education, um, because older people struggle with technology. And change, yeah. William, And too. change yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. change as well. Yeah, uh, look, um, I think it's true for everyone. Um, it's, uh, it, it's always difficult to um, to change to something that looks difficult and gets you out of your comfort zone. But, yeah, it's, it's also convincing people that there's an actual benefit in using the Internet. Um, that can be used for, um, uh, for contacting grandchildren and, mm. and talk to them live. You can actually see them. Yes, um, yeah. That that is something that, uh, that that a lot of people haven't discovered yet, and I'm sure that if it was demonstrated to them, but many um, it would be, um, would be would be would be great. But many pensioners also struggle to pay for a computer, don't they? And and connection charges. Uh, yes, um, it uh, you know particularly to those pensioners who um, are on on only the uh, the full rate pension or have met maybe. Uh, a little bit of savings. It, it is it is difficult for them to uh, to to invest in that sort of equipment, and and also it's uh, you know there's a there's a bewildering uh, range of equipment um, on offer, which makes it even harder. Um, mm. So there is a, a, a big threshold. And do you lobby on behalf of pensioners for uh, you know we're talking about this supplement that's um uh, that would really help them? Are you? Are you does your group lobby on that? Yeah, well, when we say lobby, of course, um, you know, we, we can't make it a full-time thing, but it is, it's certainly one of our policies, and we, we do write to... We, we wrote to uh, um, Scott Morrison when he was treasurer, um, and we will certainly write to his successor, um, uh, Josh Frydenberg, to, to make the same point. So, uh, with these things, lobbying... Quite often it's water on a stone. Just keep going at it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because pensioners used to receive a, uh, a telephone allowance, didn't they? They did, and they still do. Still do. Um, and still do. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the telephone allowance was merged into uh, what was just called a, a pension supplement in 2009, and uh, that contained the old compensation for, uh, for GSD when that was brought in. Um, it it includes the telephone allowance and I think also the, PB, uh, the pharmaceutical allowance. And rent, um, rent as well? Rent assistance? No, rent assistance is still separate. Is it separate, is it? Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this, so the pension supplement is a bit of a grab bag of, of things, but it does have the old telephone allowance in it, and it is, uh, it is um, indexed uh, along with pension uh, every six months. Um, but... You know, the point is that uh, a telephone allowance paid for a telephone, and that was a lot cheaper than... Um, yes, than internet uh, services, the, yeah. Than internet services, yes. Mm, mm. And so what are you hearing, um, Paul, about, you know, the questions that older Australians have in regard to, you know, whether it be NBN or whether it be internet services or technology in general and not wanting to do your banking online, you know, and all that sort of thing. What, what are you hearing are the majority of complaints in that area? Um, well, we don't get all that many complaints um, about, about, about the MBN, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we used to, uh, maybe a year, two years ago, the, the complaints were more frequent about the MBN because people didn't know what it was. Mm. 
didn't understand that you could have a, a, a telephone, just a telephone connection through the MBN. Um, but now that, that the MBN is sort of rolled out uh, very expensively, um, a lot of those um, concerns have been have been allayed, and uh, uh, there's still, you know, there's still people saying that, um, and it's a fair point, that the old telephone had its own independent power supply, whereas, of course, uh, a phone that you that you use through the internet um, simply depends on the on the power supply to your uh, to your home. Yes. So that if there's a power outage, you you don't have a phone. Mm, unless you've and that got can a be, uh, Yeah. Yeah, that can be a concern for people who um, who uh, need to be in touch with, uh, with med- medical facilities, for example. Mm, mm, yes. And I guess, too, we hear a lot about scamming of older um, Austra- <coughs> pardon me, Australians, you know, uh, via internet or, you know, getting emails saying that, you know, you owe a tax bill or your bank account, you know, is this or that. Yeah. Um, and we've had people on from um, Scammers Australia and uh, that, that is a real concern too isn't it Paul? It is, it is um, and, um, but, but I have to say that um, when, when I talk to the members here um, most are able to spot um, a scam uh, from, from a mile away mm. um, even if it's on the internet because a scam is a scam and you know what, what, what it has in common is that it's, uh, it's, uh, it promises something that is too good, um, uh, too too good to be true, and um, and it's spotted that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a new uh, new avenue for for scammers to um, to get get stuck into people's wallets. Yes. Paul, let's hope we can solve the issues that um, allows older generation to be more familiar. Uh, with computers and pay bills online, etc., uh, with education also. And, and uh, just one last quick question, if I may. Is there anyone going around to retirement villages and uh, doing an, an education on how to use computers? Well, um, the, here, uh, we, are, we are based in New South Wales, obviously, and sure. um, the, uh, the New South Wales government has uh, a program called Tech Savvy Seniors, which goes out to public libraries. And um, um, teaches teaches people how to use computers, and that uh, those, those courses are very very popular. Or courses, they're really workshops. They're, they're very uh, very popular. Of course, yeah. The um, the barrier there still the, the cost of, of actually buying equipment. It's not much good if you uh, can only use an, uh, a computer in a in a, a public library where. Uh, the, uh, the, the time is rationed that you can actually use yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Paul, we, we sincerely appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man, and uh, so we sincerely appreciate your time uh, speaking to us today. Thank you, Paul. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Paul, very much indeed. Paul's the policy coordinator at the Combined Pensioners and Superannuation Association. You're on RPPFM, and you've been listening to the Age Stage, made possible by Aftercare Australasia, and we would like to thank our guests today, Warren Hayes, Paul Vestige and Chris Rybeck. William, thank you to you and also to our technical producer, Steve Myers. And until next week, I'm Paula Dunn and see you then. And we'll be back every Thursday, 11am on RPPFM 987 983.